Greetings. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 minutes of solid inspiration, giving all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes from. In my last podcast, I talked a bit about love with a capital L and how we can't get away from its power and why we really shouldn't want to. God helps us get through tough, rough, and challenging times, doesn't he? Now, some of us seemingly endure more than others, but God will never give anyone more than they can bear. Just like he gives us unique gifts and talents, yet I strongly believe the same applies to our strength. If it seems as if someone has it better than we do, we better stop that thinking and stop it right now, okay? Not only is it a very pompous and smug energy, it will siphon the life out of any room, put a dark cloud over any parade and it hurts people because it's insulting it's an insulting attitude and it's not only does it insult them it insults God we have to take into consideration when we start to compare ourselves to others that what they have to go through or what they've been through we more than likely could have never done that so God gave it to them not us and vice versa I also believe Depending on the spirit God gave us, our troubles will match our purpose. So we don't fail as long as we remain focused on God's will for our lives. That includes our pleasures of life as well. I believe that we are supposed to be living until we die, not focused on dying until we die. No one can tell me that I'm not supposed to enjoy my life. But let me get back to this subject because I can easily get sidetracked. Here we go. Back to the point. We can do anything we set our minds to do. That's what people have told us our whole lives, right? Well, it's true. We can. And it's because depending on how God created us, it's how our troubles are matched up to us. So we can't fail as long as we trust God is intervening and guiding us. If we remain aligned and in tune with God and his word, we can also understand and tap into what he provided us to succeed, or in other words, manifest. People don't like to use that word, but that is what we do. As God knitted us in our mother's womb, he prepared for the life we would be given. We were born with the tools to make it through life according to the life he planned for us to have. And that was a life of a servant and a soldier, right? We are servants and soldiers in life. We are quiet soldiers, quiet servants, outgoing soldiers and servants, soldiers and servants that that teach and preach. There's soldiers and servants that meditate and heal. They're soldiers and servants who let it ride or die. But the common denominator of all these servants and soldiers are fresh wounds because it's a hard job and it's a battle. It's a battle every day. And ugly scars are formed on the inside and sometimes outside. But you know what? And I'm going to take the opportunity right now because this is a perfect time to salute you and you and you for staying on course to be a soldier and a servant. It's an incredible feat. And if you got off course for a while, that's okay. You got back on and 
it's full speed ahead. And please understand that was part of the plan too. You may have had to fall off course to know that you don't want to be anywhere but else once you get back on. You're doing a great job. Victorious is what you are. Proud of you is what I am. So if we are not already doing this, we should begin and continue to offer ourselves the love and acceptance. We need to continue to move beyond who we have not been and what we did not do. It's okay. We can still get it done. But God gives us the perseverance, the skill, and fight and the gumption to do it. He is good. Remember, he was knitting in us what was needed to get us through all of our situations when we were in our mother's womb. I literally mean ours in every sense of the word too. We are unique people. So our joys, our standards, our troubles, strife, victories, many other things are unique to us. Comparing ourselves to another based on our troubles is flat out wrong or based on their troubles or based on their good. It's just flat out wrong. Especially when we refuse to compare ourselves to a person when they are doing something absolutely fantastic. Look, how does that work? This is what I'm going to explain. It's like, as long as you are effing up and it makes another person look better than how they feel about themselves, then they're okay with you. But if they're they're effing up and you're not, they're going to find something about you that matches their insecurities. And that sucks. But do not let their opinion, judgment, or hate get to the best of you, okay? And don't be like that either. The mountains and the dips and the roads and the forests and the trees, those are all part of God's will for our lives, and so are they. From the time we were born, God continued to mold, shape, and form us. And we have to get out of our own way and trust God has created a way for us to succeed no matter what obstacles are in our way. By putting that power, ability, some would say vision too, inside us. Just like he created us, wonderfully. Things are going to be okay and just fine. And how it's supposed to be, beautiful and blessed. We can approach these obstacles of life head on knowing God will see us through difficult times. He will. Look, look, take a second. We're going to take a couple of seconds throughout this podcast to think. Do you remember when he led you and make it through a difficult time? He led you through a hard time and you had to see the way God worked? Take a second. I'm sure you're thinking the same way I am. I love the way God works, right? It's above our expectations and exceedingly beyond our imagination. I love the way he blesses. It's faithful. Mm -hmm. I love the way he makes provisions. It's always. I love the way he shows up and shows out. He's always on time. I love the peace he brings so we can have peace to talk about. We're supposed to do that, by the way. And what a better way to give a smile and to have a smile by saying, 
how good God is and how he is keeping us. I love how we have no battles to fight, no battles. If we ask him to fight them for us, big or small, you know, love or war, he wins them all. I love that wherever we are, God is. I love that only God knows. Oh, goodness. I love the way he keeps us tucked away and hidden. I love the way he makes us a pleasant surprise and a gift to someone. I love the way he makes us different. I'm so glad about that. I love the way he makes us shine, makes you shine. Yes. I love that in him, we are safe and secure at all times. I love that when we sincerely ask, he protects us from what we can't see and what we don't know he is oh can you imagine if you could just look and see all of the things that you avoided throughout the day and it's because God had his hand on you and he didn't allow it I love he is where all our help comes from that's our help and even the ability to breathe in and out and also the ability to know that's from God I love the way he loves us and no doubt he loves us and it's true and it's without condition. We give him a billion reasons not to love us, but he still loves us. And that's the proof. Even when we refuse to listen, he still loves us. He waits on us. He calls us. He forgives us. I love that he can't lie. He's the whole truth and nothing but the truth. I love that we're the apple of his eye. That's his truth. I love that his will is perfect and done. That's our truth. I love knowing he is the source of all things. A beating heart, eyes that twinkle, a soul that sings. What a wonderful, beautiful, lovely picture. I love believing he will give me my heart's desire. And for good reason. Do you know what that reason is? Because he's done it my whole life. Through every season. I love the way he brings us goodness. I love the way he is changing my life. God is certainly good. And it's not even about what they call us. You know, sometimes when we start to change, I jump to, I jump to another subject. My, my thoughts are going above my, my words. You know, um, sometimes when you start these changes and we start to really get into our power and learn our purpose, people are going to talk about us, you know, but it, it doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter. All that matters is don't answer to it. Stand your ground and answer to nothing less than encouraging words. Don't respond to anything that's not life giving. Don't accept anything that um, doesn't support our actions and and only accept constructive constructive correction, wise instruction, and a strong value system. Nothing less. Do not accept anything less because it's all part of our test. And pass that bad boy and then pass it along. Do some teaching. Teach it. Yes, and you do have the power. 
with that power, we have the power to reshape and redefine any negative experience we have had. We can dig deep and not let it affect us. It does right initially affect us. Yes, we can't say, oh, that didn't hurt us. Um, stuff hurts. But what we need to do is change our responses no matter how devastating it seems. Look at our experience. Look at your experience and ask, how can I use this for my growth? See, growth, growth, that's the key word. There is something good that can come out of it. Growth is good. And that makes me think of lots of things to talk about that are off the subject. And I'm going to try not to do this one thing I'll talk about, but it'll tie right back into our discussion. I just need to say it quickly. The next time your your stomach, you know, your tummy flips with fear, you know, that, that natural gauge that we have, don't deny it by acting like you're fine. That's that pride, that pride, pride comes before a fall. Invoke this truth. Wherever I am, that's where God is. Tell yourself, take a few breaths and then shake that fear off. It hates the light of truth. The moment you begin to affirm the truth, fear scatters and it goes away. And that's what we want. We don't want fear. Fear is not of God and it doesn't do us any good. It doesn't even can make us physically ill if we if we keep holding on to it just let it go and when we can when we see literally see things falling apart in our lives and it causes us to be fearful and and doubtful it's the biggest blessing we can get during the rough time just to say where i am god is here because it helps us to see how to build everything back up when God replaces what was broken, stolen, and destroyed. You know what? He replaces it tenfold. He replaces love tenfold, promises and motivation tenfold. And I'm glad about it. And guess what? That was all perfectly planned to all the problems perfectly planned when Okay, when he planned the good stuff, and that was before light was spoken into the world, that's when. Okay, here's another time to think. Can you imagine? Okay, according to the Bible, God spoke light into the world, right? And then he spoke people. There sure was a lot of time between the light and people. Imagine that. That's when he had the plans for you. That's when he said, my child can do it. That's when he made sure that you would have the power that you needed specifically for you, for your journey, your journey. Okay. Picture that. Picture getting everything you've ever lost due to our your own disobedience or someone else's disobedience. Picture it. Picture getting everything back. Can you see that? God gives us a way out of any and every situation in our lives, the bad ones. God won't leave us out here all willy-nilly because 
Not only is he with us at all times, he fashioned us to be soldiers and servants to accomplish anything we set our mind to do and to be a light to others and to be a light um, to the world and an example of staying wise, staying strong, and staying on course. Welcome to Karen Hope's 15 Minutes of Solid Inspiration. Giving all honor and glory to God from whom all our help comes from. In this podcast, I am going to talk a bit about how the negative things we say to ourselves can be just as detrimental and stifling as the negative and malicious ways people will sometimes treat us in life. Considering my age, which is a brand new 50, In the age of my audience, we probably aren't running around labeling people as our best friends, right? That BFF stage fades away after going through hell in life. But I'm not saying that they're not special friends or the best people we can have in our lives as friends. I'm just saying we drop the BFF label. And maybe that'll be our next podcast to talk about. That's also a very interesting subject. But back to that friend, the one we're talking about in this podcast. That's the one person that we open our hearts up to willingly and oh so like in a innocently. We let them we let them know we're brave enough to let them know that we're feeling pretty weak. And we say things like, Friend, what's wrong with me? You have that friend I do. Or that homeboy, why not me, man? Or, you know, sometimes we tell ourselves during the quiet time when we really should be talking to God, like, just about our day. But we're torturing ourselves with words like, this has got to be me. It's all about me. This is not working out because of me. And that good love and that good future and that good life and that peace would never be for me. You know, it's such a crippling attitude that holds us back from our dreams and desires. It leaves us stuck in the daggone mud. And it's devastating to our spirit. You know that? Something is telling me to be transparent and talk about this subject in this podcast from a personal level, from a personal perspective. So I will, because I know I'm not the only one who has hurt so much and carried so much on my shoulders that I had to cry in the middle of the night and so much and so hard in my pillow so no one heard my heart breaking to keep theirs from breaking I I refuse to believe I'm by myself in this we tend to hold all of our negative emotions way down deep inside don't we and if our ego gets away from us and does its own big and bad thing because it will It suppresses our happiness too, right? Because sometimes when we're not feeling too good about life, happiness feels like vulnerability. And that's sad. And I know I'm not the only one who has been completely hurt and embarrassed by the people I love either. I was sick of that. I was sick of it. 
having to hide my happiness because I thought someone else was going to come through and hurt my feelings. Yeah. So when I seriously got tired of bullcorn and uh, I started to focus on God, I started to realize something. All that interaction, starting with the very first introduction of what was bothering me, was a reflection of how I was caring for my emotions, and that was not at all. I needed help with that. And as I started to get an individual relationship with God and not seek what I saw in others' relationship with God, a cloud was lifted from my thinking. I realized the inside of my car and my closets <laughs> were a clue that I needed to turn to God and get my broken feelings fixed because our broken feelings will reflect outside our bodies. It will manifest outside our bodies. We will see it outside our bodies. And for me, it was the inside of my junkie car and my closets, which I'm still working on. But I know I have to work on them. Have you ever felt like this? Have you ever seen the things around you and said to yourself, that's my feelings? See, when you can do that, friends, it helps us an awful Lots. It helps us a lot. Yeah. But we have to continue to talk to God throughout it all. Not only when we need help, but when just every day. Because if we don't, it's audacity. It's complete audacity. Although God is God and we're supposed to go to Him. How do you think it feels for even a person on earth? Like not to like talk to them much and they just come and knock on your door and ask for something now if you have it that's not the issue it's not a question they would not come ask you if they didn't know that you had it I'm pretty sure but the fact that they are asking without constant communication is bothersome and that's something that sometimes we have to um, realize about ourselves when it comes to God, so we can get ourselves in check, because he provides everything that we need, including this lesson, you know, so saying all that, hopefully this podcast will be heard by you exactly when you need to hear it, maybe when you need to clean out your car, maybe when you need to clean out your closets, maybe when you just need to take some time and talk to God, who knows, God knows though, And that's a wonderful thing. So whenever you feel like this podcast can help someone you know too, please don't hesitate to share it with them. Let positivity use you. Let let it teach and reach whoever you think that needs it too. Yeah. This thought got me through extreme sadness. Yes, I will admit I was very, very sad for a long time time. No joke. I was looking around, seeing everyone happy, and I pretended to be happy too, but I wasn't. I was doing things too, to grasping, not doing things, but I was um, establishing relationships that were not healthy just to have a relationship. No. And I was thinking to myself, am I worthy But then I would go do something that wasn't quite right. And I'm saying go do something. I don't want a bad image in your head. I mean, like, for instance, um, 
am I worthy? Time for a poetry slam. And I say to myself, I'm not going to go because people are better. That type of thing. Am I ugly? You know, I thought that a lot. (laughs) For a long time, I didn't even look in the mirror. I want to say most of my life. And uh, I would think, am I in the wrong skin? Because I wasn't being accepted. I was seeing everybody around me finding love and they didn't look like me. Or I was thinking to myself, am I too fat? Am I too old? Am I not light enough? Am I not dark enough? Am I not rich enough? You know, are my eyes, because I have, I had problems with my vision. And it's it's a bit um, poor compared to most. And I would think to myself, no one wants this. I'm broken. You know, I don't deserve anything. I'm broken. Have you ever talked to yourself like this? Do you know anyone who can't shake this feeling? Because if you do, hug them. Because those questions weigh heavily on people. And it did on me for an awful long time. While people refused to see it. And you know what? If they did, they did not care. They did not give a crud. And we have to give those type of people the deuces, y'all. We have to... We have to give them the deuces. And when I threw up the deuces, there was a major shift in my attitude, my energy, my perspective, my mood, and my outlook on life. I put the brakes on wondering if I was good enough for people and started driving toward, are they good enough for me? And considering God's will for my life, I'm glad I was rejected. I'm glad I was neglected. I'm glad I was misunderstood and counted out. Why? Well, there's a very wonderful reason why. I would have been caught up in those relationships and in a life that would not have not led me to this, to this day, to this peace, to this good feeling, to happiness that I haven't felt in a long time. And talking to you was part of it, and I'm loving it. So, friends, please don't cry. If you're feeling it, please don't cry. Please don't make yourself sick over people and things. Please know you are enough to persevere through any of your own negative thoughts that lead to depression and sadness. Please don't ask yourself, tell yourself, I am worthy of all I desire, respect, and love included. Try it, okay? Be solid. Love and light to you. And, you know... The key to receiving love and light and to creating a a hope-filled moment is not to focus on the how or when, but instead to give love and light and energy to the what that's happening. Yes, indeed. Tell God what you want. Prayer keeps our mind off of and away from the how and when. He's got you. God is good like that. Keep your mind on what, okay? What you want. Not how you're going to get it. Not when you're going to get it. Just what you want. God will take care of it. I can imagine you listening to this podcast with a good understanding that no matter where we have been or what we have done, It doesn't even matter how awful we feel right now or how much we have rejected God before. 
the one we keep running from knows exactly where we are. And when we pray and trust him, he keeps us close and places a light of peace in our hearts, y'all. I know you know what I'm talking about. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. I'm just reminding you. That's all. We need reminders. We need to pray. And that prayer, it flips the switch to turn on a light of peace that everyone can see. And if they're not being rebellious, they can feel it too. Some people call it a shining. Some people may call it winning if they don't want to call it a shining. I just want to simply call it believing God. Because God is good. So we have to stay encouraged in that. Even if we feel unappreciated, like we were talking before, or unwanted or useless, we have to shake those feelings. We have to remember what I shared with you early on. We truly, we truly appreciate God and what he blesses us with to bless others. We should sow a seed and do a deed only with the expectation that at that moment, that person will walk away in a better place in their mind, spirit, and heart. And any response to it should be um, a very little or absolutely no consequence to us. This is a difficult part. And we absolutely need to pray about how to do it. We want recognition, but it's not about us. It's always nice to be acknowledged and appreciated and considered valuable when we're helping someone or where our intention is to help. But I believe God helps us discern its dysfunction when we begin to be self-centered in it. He helps us understand a lot of times we tend to believe that people are obligated to us for what we do for them. They're They're not obligated to us. Because it's not us. It's God working through us. So let God work. And um, how he works through them, we'll see it. We'll see it. And that's what blesses our life. That's what blesses us. It is his will. And I think God gave me this thought just for this moment. Just for this moment. Because this is how this podcast has been working. It's not what I write notes on. And I end up talking about something else. So I will consider this and say this word is for me too and I'm going to receive it. So no matter what we're thinking about, we could always pour our heart out or just hum a song in our heart. Like right now I'm talking, but this is my thing. There are some people that don't have a talking spirit. So you know what you can do? You could just hum or sing a song in your heart. We don't need a bunch of talking out loud. Sometimes we can't find the words. Even I can't find the words to describe pain or or what I'm going through. Sometimes there's no words, you know. God already knows what's on our mind, and it's okay. He just wants us to talk to him about every single thing, even if it's got to be silent, even if we're sitting at our work desk, you know, and they think we're typing on the computer or we are in the kitchen sweeping the floor or you know getting ready for bed talk to God that's that's a perfect time to talk to him I mean why not right he knows us he's concerned for our lives his concern for us is knowing that there is joy 
that comes every morning. Like, stop what you're doing right now and tell God what's going on inside your mind. I'm going to give you a few seconds. Getting to know Him, getting to know that He's listening to us, it does something to us. We change in that fact. Watch and see the immediate difference. You know, make a simple note of it and consider it a priceless treasure just for you. You know what? I said something earlier in my discussion that convicted me, and I I feel clarity is in order. I can't continue. I said, please don't cry. But you know what, friends? It is necessary to cry. I was just saying from a point of view that I guess I don't want you to cry. I know what it feels like, but if you need to cry, it's what I'm trying to say. Um, it's okay let the tears fall but let them dry up quickly that's what it is and you keep pushing we don't want to end up wallowing in a puddle of woe but it is okay to cry the release is what we need cleanses our soul relieves our mind the word of God says Jesus wept Jesus y'all said he wept And to weep is a pretty hard cry. So that's how I know it's okay to cry. And that's why I know it's okay to tell you it's okay to cry. Men and women, tears indicate passion. Passion feeds desire. Desire sparks fire. And with God's help, that fire is what gets us going in the morning and at night. And through the day, and it keeps us going forward in our work, and in our play, and our decisions, and our choices, and our behavior. And holding back our tears holds back our gumption, and we all need gumption to live. More specifically, to stay alive with a good attitude. Okay, go figure. If you need to cry, get it all out and start your life all over again tomorrow. Enjoy meets us faithfully every morning.